Welcome back to Booze and Buffy, a podcast where we are watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel the Series one by one. There will be spoilers for future episodes, but no spoilers for the episodes that have yet to come. Did I say that right? You, yeah. Uh, what he means is there are no spoilers for future episodes, but we will be... We will have spoilers on for all the episodes we discussed before. Not understanding how linear time progression works, I'm Harrison. And stealing as many boxes of cereal from the mess hall that I can, I'm Jason. Harrison, what episode are we watching this week? Her- Jason, we are watching Buffy <laughs> Season 4, Episode 2, Living Conditions. This is the one where... Buffy is the world's shittiest roommate. (laughs) 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 I mean, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Living Conditions was written by our dear old friend Marty Noxon and directed by another dear old friend, David Greenwalt, and originally aired on October 12th. 1999 so as i was right before i like wrote the intro and i didn't i really hadn't paid attention to the credits at the beginning of the episode i was like i I was feeling it as i was watching the episode i was like marty wrote this like this has (laughs) this has marty Knoxon all over it um because it like it, it it wasn't like it it's a really funny episode but not quite as um there's not quite enough wordplay in there for me to think it was Jane. Um, I, <laughs> um, I guess that's where I am in my life. I'm like, Marty Noxon wrote this. I can smell it. Jason, tell me what you're drinking. So I am actually drinking a homebrew of our dear friend Skylar Breddy. Um, he uh, he and uh, his lovely wife Erin and John and his lovely husband Harrison, who you are listening to on the other end of this conversation, yes, is uh, yes. They came over for my birthday, and uh, Skylar was kind enough to bring a six pack of his homebrew. And it is absolutely delicious. Yes. they. Uh, he is a very good home brewer. And um, I I just, I'll just say, maybe uh, keep an ear out for more from Mr. Breddy in the future, perhaps. Perhaps, perhaps an episode where some beers may be appropriate. Perhaps. Well, who knows? Who can say? P- possibly some good, possibly some good beers. Possibly some good beers. Uh, possibly <laughs> some bad beers. Who's to say? Who knows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not us. We don't know. All right. Uh, I'm drinking. I'm, I finally kicked my wine habit. Uh, I'm drinking a bourbon and ginger. Although um, I uh, I went a little harder last night than I intended to. So it's a little lighter on the bourbon. Uh, and I also have a, a water on standby as well. <laughs> So, um, yeah, uh, Jason, I believe it is your week to lead us in a toast. All right. Um, here's to all of those. Here's to all of those people that we have lived with. Sorry you had to put up with our crap. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers.
Um, I also wanted to do still delicious. If you, uh, if you don't mind, a slightly more serious um, toast because today, uh, the day of Halloween that we are recording on, uh, a couple hours ago, the news broke that Sir Sean Connery passed away. So I just wanted yeah. to say he was he, Sir Sean Connery, right? Is that yes? Okay. He was knighted. Right. Um, so I just want to say here's to Sir Sean Connery. Uh, we miss you, but 90 years old, man, that's a good long life and good for you for just being yourself and being, being James Bond and just fucking yeah. all the time. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, dude, one Mr. Uh, Mr. Universe <laughs> in Scotland, he was drowning in Tang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for those words. <laughs> Harrison's going to edit it out. Nope. It's <laughs> okay. Um, so, speaking of uh, somebody who has the universe revolve around her, what's Buffy up to this week, Harrison? Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> so, so first of all, I want to say, I started this episode, uh, oh my god, sorry, I just the, I just saw the synopsis on the Buffy wiki, and we, we really haven't been giving our uh buffy wiki <laughs> as much uh attention as we need to but it just the synopsis just says attack of the killer roommate all caps yep um anyway i started this episode by taking a tally uh, i started two tallies for this episode i started a super fun tally which actually petered out kathy only <laughs> says it once right at the beginning of the episode um but it uh that super fun echoes throughout everything else was the um was the second tally for how many times she listens to shares believe it was um the number because i mean hey listen i enjoy the music of share but there are only so many times that i can hear the chorus right over and over again i um i that's a fun song but yeah i when Kathy, when it ends and Kathy just turns around and starts playing it again, I was like, oh my God, that's a nightmare. Um, and that was one she didn't do out of spite. That was yeah. one that she's like, oh, hang on one minute, turns around and then like plays it again. I'm like, is that the only song on that CD? Apparently she got, she just bought, she went out and bought the single. <laughs> um, I mean, even the single has to have an extra track on it. Um, so the the number is actually I'm gonna look that up right now. Let's share single. Um, the number of yeah. times it's played is four times in the episode, um, which music uh, music rights getting music rights for television and film is notoriously like super super expensive. Um, but I don't know if it's like it's just pay one price like for the episode and then you can use it however much you want, or if you have to pay for every usage of it. I don't know, but that definitely was expensive. Um, and I'm going to say <laughs> there was a fifth time they should have played it. But I'll, I'll, I'll keep my... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hold that in until we get to that scene. But it was a real missed opportunity that it wasn't there. Okay, so the album is Believe. Mm. Um, but it's also like a single. Um, and I can't seem to find what song was re it was released with i feel like it should i don't know i i only know i i, can, I don't know enough about Cher to tell you her 
like discography by album <laughs> yeah, me neither. all i know is they're like oh hey i know what share sounds like and it's it, she sounds pretty nice and then... yep. um yeah shares uh my <laughs> I, I i do enjoy share i'll say but the um i'm not like i don't have a lot of share knowledge but my uh my share song that i love the most is is the song <laughs> Um, you haven't heard the last for, last of me from the film of Burlesque, um, starring <laughs> Cher and Christina Aguilera. Um, Hell yeah! It's a trash movie. It's so much fun. It infuriates me that they have Kristen Bell in there, and Kristen Bell doesn't get a song. Um, and it's uh. So you then followed up with Reefer Madness. Uh, well. The, <laughs> that's my that's my uh, Kristen Bell trilogy: Reefer Madness, Frozen, Frozen Two. Um, but I do Reefer Madness <laughs> between the Frozen movies. <laughs> uh, All right, so it looks like it looks like Believe was just on its own. Well, there we go. It's like the yeah, that Not was even released like a October thing. Um, not that I see. Like, okay. and the next single was strong enough. So wow. I I get releasing so, singles in like this digital age, but I just it blows my mind the idea that they went like in the like the physical media age releasing a single song, printing all these CDs, physical CDs to release one song. That's insane yeah. to me. That is such a waste of resources and time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, now that we have talked a lot about share yes. maybe we should actually talk about what is going on with buffy Let's this week at sunnydale <laughs> um yeah so buffy is uh in her dorm room and uh kathy her lovely roommate that we met last mm-hmm. uh technically two weeks ago one week in buffy time um she is uh she's ironing her jeans and listening to shares believe no, you believe in love and love. But yeah, but uh, Kathy's basically trying to, uh, you know, say, oh, hey, I have this little notepad where we can keep track of the calls because apparently you get billed for uh, phone usage at college, which is not something I'm familiar with oh. because everybody was pretty much using cell phones when I started college. So. See, I feel like as we go through these college years... Uh, I'm gonna be like constantly looking to you, having like lived on college campus and lived in dorms because I've never done that. I lived at home uh, when I went to college, and then eventually lived with my boyfriend, aka John. So like stuff like that, I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, you have to pay for your phone calls. That makes sense to me, I guess. Well, um, I think they had pay phones uh, before. Because um, my brother actually did have a phone card mm. um, when uh, before we got cell phones. Because we got cell phones um, my junior year of high school, which would have been his uh, sophomore year of college. Mm. So, yeah. The, and, uh, but yeah. Um, so, and, uh, oh, and she also noticed that some of her milk was missing. And I don't know how she noticed this because it's not like it's a it's not like it's one of those like gallons of milk that you'd buy at the store. It's a carton of milk. 
Which means that she would have to, like... Either Buffy took a lot and put it into her coffee. (laughs) Which could have been the case. Or... Kathy is extremely possessive of her milk. Have you, you... You saw Knives Out, right? Okay, so... There's that whole plot point in Knives Out that, um... Uh, Marta, uh, like, just subconsciously could feel the difference between, like, the the slight weight difference between the two medicines. That's yeah, what I was thinking. So... She picked it up and just immediately was like, "There's th- this was 13 <laughs> ounces before, and now it's 12 and a half. Buffy! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so... And Kathy's like, well, either you took it, or we have a thief. And, and I can't remember Buffy said, like, Terry the Dairy Goblin um, or something like that. So it's something the Wily Dairy Gnome, but I don't remember the Wily Dairy. I don't gnome. remember the name of said Dairy Gnome. Uh, let me see if it's in here. Um, on the wiki, sometimes the wiki has it, sometimes not. No. So Buffy does say like, "Oh, hey, and I, I did, I did have your milk. I'm sorry." And she, like, leaves to go get some coffee, but frankly, she's out, like, going on patrol and doesn't want Kathy to know about it. And, uh, of course, while they're having this conversation, that is when Kathy goes, (laughs) like, restarts, shares believe. Oh, my God. There's a great moment when uh, Buffy is, like, she, I can't remember exactly um what she's what kathy says but buffy just goes she smiles but it's the smile that doesn't reach her eyes um <laughs> dead eyes with that smile and she just goes it's just really forced you bet um which is <laughs> one of my favorite like uh gifts to use that that's a pretty popular one if you type in buffy um that's like one of the ones that comes up and uh <laughs> another one from this episode later when she says deal with it um, is also on there. I use those two a lot. Uh, yeah, so Willow is, um, Willow and Buffy are, like, walking with each other, um, and, uh, Willow kind of mentions, like, oh, I have, like, a couple roommate problems, too, but Buffy's more... <laughs> Buffy doesn't give a take... shit. <laughs> yeah, which, okay, so here's the thing. I'm just gonna get this out of the way right now. What Kathy's doing... Like, let's pretend that she's a regular person and not a demon. Spoiler, she's a demon. Um, Let's pretend that she's a regular person. The snippets that um, those two are having, while typical of, like, a dorm room, is not like, oh, somebody should just, like, immediately get the RA and, like, get the other person thrown out or something. What is happening in willow's room that is something that you should go tell the ra about that is like bad 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 behavior in a dorm room you don't have you don't constantly have a mini rave (laughs) in your bedroom every damn night while your roommate's asleep in the bed very right across the room very inconsiderate oh my gosh um while we have buffy (sighs) or while we're talking about willow um i need to if you follow me on twitter you've already seen this thought i had (laughs) The bag. Uh, uh, okay, so I know we rag on Willow a lot, but listen, we're going to, as long as she continues to make these poor choices, okay? She should be in jail. 
Now this one's not probably one of my all-time favorite moments of the podcast, just because you said it with such vitriol. Oh god, I can't. Do you remember what what outfit that was that I sent her to jail? For? I think that was. I think that was either the prom or graduation day part one. It was fairly late in season okay. three, and just. I think it must be. I think it's the prom because I think I or it maybe before the prom because I let I think I let her out of jail because I thought her prom dress was pretty. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. This one's not so bad. <laughs> it's more of just like, what the fuck is that? So she's got this green <laughs> bag. And I actually think she's had it before. I I think she had it in the in the premiere, but I just I just kept looking at it this episode. <laughs> Five <laughs> bucks says her mom bought that. Oh for her. my god. Yes. It's like green, <laughs> it's like kind of fuzzy, and it has a red and green like person blob on it. What the fuck is that? What the fuck <laughs> is that? It, okay. But yeah, that's all I have to no, say. Like she, yeah, no. And like her parents bought that bag for her. Her mom bought that bag for her. It was her. a graduation and, gift. Uh, and, and like uh, Willow is still like a little too timid to say no to her parents. Or she just is a really good daughter and, and carries the bag anyway. No, I'm going to say it. She loves that bag. She thinks it's so cool. <laughs> Mm. Mm. Uh, but uh yeah so unfortunately for buffy um after willow leaves to go uh see oz kathy just shows up and she's like oh hey i want to get some coffee with you um but buffy can see a demon coming at her so she just (laughs) she just almost throws kathy into like a bush (laughs) And uh, Buffy's able to fight this demon that has uh, glowing eyes, orange skin, and uh, and yeah. So then, um, so Buffy's able to fight it, and Kathy's like climbing out of the bushes, and she's like, "Oh no, my sweater!" <laughs> uh, Buffy uh, passes it off as like a mugger, and um, I will say to Kathy's credit, uh, Kathy kind of chides Buffy for fighting the mugger, the quote-unquote mugger, off uh, instead of just, uh, like, giving her bag to the mugger. In real life, listeners, safety rules, do not try to fight off muggers. Give them what they want. This is the safety rule. But Buffy has superpowers, so... Do as as we say, not as I have done. (laughs) Oh, yes. Jason fought off a mugger. Bad, Jason. I'm glad you're alive. You could have Thank gotten you, shanked. I could have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, yeah, that's true. It's You're like Billy um, Piper in that interview with David Tennant. She's like, yeah, it is weird that I was 13 living <laughs> in my own apartment. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, so casual. But yes, um, so the demon is... Uh, so there's another demon, and he's watching um, Kathy and Buffy and saying, she may be the one. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so Buffy uh, goes to Giles uh, to Giles's uh, flat once again to uh, not only talk about the monster but also to uh, to give Giles crap for what he's doing in his spare time because <laughs> she's just like, why do you have this motorcycle magazine? <laughs> she asks him if he's going through one of those midlife things. <laughs> um, she also just like 
she's very uh, interested in his day, and he's like, well, you've never asked me about my day before, Buffy. <laughs> What's going on? And she's like, I'm, I, I'm always interested. I just sometimes forget to ask. And also, maybe I want to hang out here until Kathy goes to class so I can avoid her. Oh, Buffy. Um, but yeah, and she also says that she's just kind of trying to avoid Kathy, um, just in general, yeah. waiting for her to leave so that she could go to class. And, uh, this is when Giles does bring up what a reasonable person would bring up. It's like, hey, Buffy, it's like living with somebody, especially after being an only child can be, uh, can be something to work through, but you got to learn to adapt to your new living situations and, you know, kind of don't give the other person such a hard time. Of course, while this is happening, um, Kathy is trying to save her sweater, but uh, then she uh, just goes into Buffy's closet. Rude. Look, Yeah, like just looks through all of her stuff, takes one of her sweaters, and she sees... She sees, like, uh, the weapon bag. She sees Buffy's bag. She pulls out, like, the cross, like, the mini crossbow and the cross. Because, once again, people gotta have that crossbow. (laughs) And, um, but she also sees, like, the stakes in there and everything. She's like, eh. Yeah. She's so (laughs) cavalier about it. It's really funny. It also just makes me think, like, like, think back to, like, seasons one and two. Like, how much effort Buffy put into hiding, like, her weapons and her equipment from her mom. She had, like, the false bottom in her trunk. And, um, and yeah, now she's just got her bag in her closet. The bag's not even closed. It's just, like, lying <laughs> open. Um. Oh, God. Come on, Buffy. You're... You, you gotta, you gotta do better at the... At the secret identity. Yeah. She got really she got she got really comfortable being more open in season three. It's it's hard it's hard to go back. Um, yeah. Uh, but Buffy decides to get some lunch at the uh, Rocket Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know why it's called that, but sure. like the coffee shop is called the Grotto, so um, this is very interesting, uh, very interesting places to eat at this <laughs> at this uh, college. Um she sees Kathy, and so she just, like, immediately cuts in front of this person who, um, she, I guess, is lucky because it turns out to be a pretty cool guy named Parker Abrams. Mm-hmm. He asks her, and, uh, boyfriend or loan shark? And he goes, she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, whoever you're <laughs> hiding from. And this, I, I, I love Buffy, I love when Buffy's witty, and she just goes, oh, both. Bad breakup, mm-hmm. like really messy breakup. <laughs> um. But yeah, they um they kind of hit it off, uh, and um it, it it's really funny that uh, while they're grabbing stuff from the uh, from like the food line, Parker is grabbing stuff and like he's grabbing like the little boxes of cereal and stuff and just like shoving them into his yeah. coat. And, like telling Buffy, like, "Oh, hey, so this is how you this is how you steal stuff and maximize your meal card usage," which is not is not too far from the truth. Okay, because um, so uh, at U of L, my first two years, you originally had like a meal plan that was just, "Oh, you put so much money um, onto a meal card," mm-hmm. 
And this card is pretty much a debit card that you can use at the different places around campus. In my junior year, they opened up the Ville Grill, which mm. is still there. And it was meant to be kind of like an all-you-can-eat buffet for like any time of the day. Um, and uh, But then you also got swipes. You got... And swipes are basically like your car gets swiped and that gives you admittance and Mm -hmm. then you can eat um, as you please. Uh, You get 10 swipes a week, which, as you know, doesn't come out to enough times if you go three times a day. So, uh, yes. And so I know people just like Parker who would um, take in like bags and empty bottles and stuff and like fill up the bottles with uh, soda from, like, the the soda fountains and then, like, go to, like, the cereal dispensers and just, like, turn the knobs and, like, f- fill up all these Ziploc bags <laughs> with the, with stuff. Not even joking. And, and they, like, this just, just shove, like, whole things happen? of fruit. I mean, like, the only people there were the people who were at the register that would, like, swipe you and then just not oh, care who what happens after that. And then... Yeah, and then like every what I said, presumably well, they were students. Um, no, they were they were employees. Okay. Um, yeah, and then there were the people who were like preparing and setting out the food. But yeah, like the hell the the fruit the the soda like the soda fountain and the cereal dispensers those were like <laughs> those were just drained because wow. people were like just like Parker said making a uh, making. One meal lasts a whole day. Um, but yeah, um, so, but yeah, like I said, they um, they start hitting it off, and uh, Buffy sees Willow, Oz, and Xander sitting at a table, and um, so she says goodbye to Parker, who goes off to see his, um, who goes off to see, like, sit with his friend, and Buffy then, like, sits down and has... She's like, I don't know, um, I don't know, he, he seems like a cute guy or whatever, and that's when, uh, good job on her male friends, yeah, uh, so, like, Oz and Xander. They just look so nice. Yeah, they're, they're so like, sweet. um, yeah, they got, they got a hint of the Buffy charm, and, like, once you get that, then, like, yeah, they, they very much are happy that Buffy has found somebody to be sweet on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... Then Kathy shows yeah. up. Well, we also <laughs> learned real quick that, uh, Xander... Uh, Buffy remarks basically like, "You don't go here, Xander." <laughs> um, <laughs> he doesn't even go here. <laughs> but, uh, he is uh, he is there to steal food off of their plates because his parents are now charging him uh, for food. Um, now I, I now I feel bad. I'm kind of laughing like at Xander's terrible home life, which is unfair. But uh, the scene is still pretty funny. But uh, hey, they shouldn't present it as a joke. Fair. <laughs> Uh, you present it as a joke, you're gonna laugh at it. But yeah, Kathy shows up, steals a chair from another table, <laughs> and like... It doesn't look like it was being used, it wasn't. Though, in her defense. No. Oh my god, I just had an image That's of all Kathy, the of- like, shoving someone out of their chair. <laughs> um, that is all the defense that I'm giving Kathy, though, in this scene, because... Buffy immediately notices, like, are you wearing my sweater? And she's like, oh, yeah, I thought it would be okay since you ruined my sweater. And, you know, we're kind of like sisters. So. Oh, my God. And then uh, Buffy says, I was saving you from a... Uh, and Willow goes, bear! <laughs> and, and Buffy looks at her and just goes, 
mugger. Mugger. <laughs> <laughs> and Willow's, Willow's face, which does that, is so funny. Like, oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Although I did look this up. Um, it, there are black bears, uh, California black bears, uh, that live in this area of California. So it is conceivable that they could have been attacked by a bear. Um <laughs> Yeah, but th- th- here's the thing: you get attacked by a bear, you don't uh, you don't survive yeah. that. Um, almost always. Now, I, I may have I may have told this story on the podcast, but I'm I'm taking a break from the from the episode to tell this story. Um, I used to work at UPS, and while we would and basically to get to our work area, we typically, especially in the colder months. Uh, get onto trams, mm. and the trams would take us to the stops where our work areas were. My favorite tram trip ever was I was just sitting in there, and there was this guy. Um, typically, the trams are quiet because you don't, more often than not, like you don't know every single person in there, or even like a few people in there. Mm. But this one guy was talking to uh, one of his buddies, and he was just l- outlining outlining all these plans he was like basically saying like oh yeah i've I've done a lot of hunting like i go for elk deer and all that like he's just going on and on and this is the only conversation happening in the tram (laughs) so everybody's hearing it and then he like talks about like yeah like my dream is to is to go out to the is to go out west and then just like kind of you know set up a whole house for myself where i can like you know just live off the land and all that um, but I got to make sure that I'm ready for anything I might find. So this uh, this winter, I'm like, I'm going west, and I'm gonna find myself a bear, and I'm gonna kill it. I've been, I've been, it's all been building up to this, and I'm totally gonna like, I'm totally gonna uh, kill that bear. What the fuck? And, it, and like, yeah, and it's city, and yeah, I can't wait to like mount it on my wall and everything. So we get to his stop, which thankfully was not my stop. He gets out with a couple of other people. The doors close. There's a moment of silence. And then this one old woman says, That boy's going to get killed by a bear. <laughs> oh my God. And the whole tram erupts in laughter. Oh my God. It was the best. Oh my God. Did you ever, do you know, did he, do you know, did he ever go kill a bear? I have no, no idea. Oh no. I have no idea. He, I'm gonna. Google I, I mean, UPS I could, worker I could be people. laughing. I could be laughing at a dead man right now. So I'm sorry, but that woman is like my UPS MVP for all time. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah. So uh, then, and. Sorry, hold on. She says Sorry, I'm gonna, li- can I pause you real quick? I just googled UPS work yeah. and killed by bear just to see. And I don't see any people being any being killed by bears, but there are a lot of articles about UPS workers uh who like are like were unable to deliver a package because like there was a bear there like in the driveway of the home or something. Like, wow several of the like stories um sorry i did i'm sorry to interrupt More... you but like i felt like that needed no, to be that's said okay. that's okay uh, <laughs> um so uh yeah and you know i'm not saying that kathy's comments are completely unwarranted um i guess i'm giving her a little defense because like i do know people 
who I do know roommates in college mm-hmm. who um who like especially female roommates who share clothes. Now I'll tell you this: guys don't do that. Like guys do not share their clothes. Like you hold on to your clothes for dear fucking Dude, life. Dude, my <laughs> husband gets so mad at me if I ever wear his clothes. Like, <laughs> I mean, he he doesn't have clothes. He has a wardrobe. Fair. Uh, okay well go into our bedroom and tell that to the pile of clothes on his side of the room on the floor (laughs) is it your stuff no it's his (laughs) he's so i'm sorry you i'm telling stories out of school but with how he how much like pride he takes on how he presents himself with his clothing it's shocking how (laughs) poorly he takes care of his clothing like (laughs) um and it makes me so <laughs> mad because he always looks good in whatever he wears. And I know he just pulled it out of a pile. And I'm furious because I like take the time to like hang up my clothes and fold them neatly. And I can I never look as good. All right. One of my favorite things about uh whenever I used to go over to Harrison and John's is there would be like John would disappear mm-hmm. for like twenty minutes while we would be watching a movie or something, and then he'd come out wearing like complete formal wear and <laughs> or something like, from the fifteenth century, like, kind of strut around in it. Yep. Yeah. Or yeah. Or he'd like be dressed up as like he was in Victorian England yeah. and <laughs> just like it was normal. And I loved it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. But then. Oh, Kathy. Kathy, Kathy. She grabs a giant burger. That burger looked good. And I will say, that looked good. <laughs> that burger did look good. Um, and Buffy watches in slow motion <laughs> to a to a chorus, to a to an ancient chorus uh, as uh, as drops of ketchup fall into the her sweater. And the this the slow motion uh like extreme zaggered staggered zoom into her eyes as she just like glares at Kathy um is so funny cuz it's not a it's not the sort no, of No it is camera, hilarious. It's not we don't see that sort of like camera work on the show very often so it really stand, stands yeah, no. out. Um <laughs> yeah, it's so, like the fact that it just kind of happened I was like whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So so at that point um uh buffy buffy has just been like complaining about kathy this whole time um and as like as she's on the phone with willow but kathy like comes back into the room and buffy like hangs up and (laughs) kathy's like oh don't forget to log that call Uh. and okay so she then does something that I am totally 100% with Buffy on on this. She flosses her teeth. Yuck. Like, in the middle of the room. All right. Flossing your teeth doesn't take that long. Just do it in the bathroom in front of the sink. Yep. Like, yeah. Like, you're, you're not, like, there for a dental appointment or anything. You're just, like, doing a quick floss. Uh, and... So yeah, that's that's gross. Um, however, in Kathy's defense, yeah, um, yeah uh, she picks up her book and sees that it's like stuck to the ta- stuck to the bedside table with gum, and as Buffy is loudly chewing her it's gum, on it's on Kathy's side of the bedside table, which 
indicates yeah. to me that Bobby did this on purpose. On purpose. Vindictively. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and then Buffy gets up put to put her apple in their mini fridge. And she opens it. Everything has been labeled Kathy. And including the individual eggs. Every individual <laughs> egg. <laughs> and there's no Buffy has to like squeeze her apple like into um like this one spot. It's so funny. Um and this is this is actually one of the roommate things that um uh we uh this really speaks to me. We had to when we moved into our house here with Grace, we had to come up with a system very early on to make sure that there was like fair um fridge space. Uh because John cooks a lot, so in like we have a lot of stuff in our fridge always that's like like um sauces and shit like that. So um we had to make sure that yeah, like there was <laughs> we were being equitable um about the space um so i i I just thought that was really funny seeing that um i'm also just picturing kathy sitting there with these bowls of eggs just kathy kathy (laughs) (laughs) and and i originally thought that they were like you know, just regular eggs, but apparently they do turn out to be hard-boiled yeah. eggs. Yeah, that made uh. me feel better, because at first I was like, why did you take them out of the carton? Why not just leave them in the carton and write Kathy on the carton? But, yeah, this reveal that they are hard-boiled... That didn't save the milk! <laughs> um, <laughs> although, I guess that begs the question, where did she boil those eggs? <laughs> they don't have a... Well, typically, um, typically, uh, dorm rooms... Now... Your dorm room doesn't come with a kitchen, but there is, like, a communal kitchen. Oh, okay. um, If not on every floor, at least on, like, a certain floor of the building. Okay. Like, my, my freshman dorm uh, at, U, at UofL, the, um, the, the, like, the, the building is basically divided into two sides. One side's for girls, one side for guys. Mm-hmm. And the guys' kitchen was, like, uh, next to, like, on the ground floor. And the girls' kitchen was on, like, the first floor of the building where the girls' dorm started, which I believe was floor seven. Oh, I see. Um, okay. Yeah, it was, like, six six floors for guys, and then the next six floors up were for girls. Is this, like, and they're, this kitchen, is it, like, a big kitchen, presumably, since it's hosting six more, floors of people? Or is it just, like, a standard kitchen? It's yeah, it's a standard thing because it's 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 a kitchenette. Oh wow! It's more meant to it's more meant to have like the stove, a sink to wash dishes and stuff, and um, an oven. But and then like there isn't even a fridge there because you're supposed to kind of have a fridge in your in your dorm room. That's where you keep your stuff. So I am. You know, there are some times when I'm like, wow, sometimes I feel like I've missed out on certain college experiences because I, um, I, you know, I did my degree online and I lived at home and uh, eventually with John. So, but then I hear shit like this and I'm like, God, did I miss out? Like, that sounds miserable. But I was, well, eight, you know, if, if I were 18, would do, I have You think cared? it does, but... Like, yeah, like, the, you don't... The Honestly, when you're a freshman in college the most cooking you'll probably do is in a microwave. So 
which you can put in your room. You can have a microwave oven in your room, which I did. I guess this is my perspective so, yeah, of being no... 28 and looking back on that and being like, ooh, that sounds horrible, <laughs> but okay, all right. <sighs> well, you had the meal card, so. That's true. Um, but yeah, that night, uh, Buffy has a dream about those demons, mm-hmm. and uh, they're pouring blood down her throat, Yuck. putting a scorpion on her stomach, and then sucking stuff out of her mm-hmm. like this, uh, is, this misty stuff this dream sequence is extremely reminiscent uh to the point that I, I think it must be a deliberate homage to um the dream sequence in rosemary's baby um yeah you're right like, i i it, like i it's so the the way it's shot and the visuals are so striking that i'm like this it, it had to be deliberate um, I was almost waiting for Buffy to open her eyes and yell, this is really happening. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a, what a crazy movie. I love that movie um, so much. Um, but I could use without that line in that movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it takes me out of it immediately. Um, but, but yeah, she, uh, Buffy. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like Buffy wakes up and Kathy stares like, "Oh, do you always make so much noise while you sleep?" Which as we established Which is last ridiculous, week, giving <laughs> like, yeah, Kathy snores. Um, Buffy describes her dream to Willow, Oz, and Giles, and this, she's like, um, she's like, and then the worst part is Kathy was just there staring at me when I woke up, and Oz goes, <laughs> "Actually, I think the worst part." is the blood being poured down your throat. And Willow's like, I agree. Yeah. That's the worst part. Um, yeah, so the the gang is starting to notice that uh, Buffy's losing a little bit of perspective here. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, this this episode should be entitled Passive Aggressiveness, the episode. Yes, oh my god. <laughs> um, up until it stops being passive. Yeah, it's just flat out aggressive. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then this leads to, uh, so Kathy also, um, and, like, Giles is there, and he's trying to figure out what's the meaning behind mm-hmm. the dream. Kathy shows up, meets Giles, and then uh, is talking about, <laughs> she's like, oh, can you interpret dreams? Um, I had this weird dream last night. <laughs> also, Willow... When Buffy introduces Giles to Kathy, Willow says, he's our grown-up friend. And then Giles, like, shoots her a look, and she's like, but not in a creepy, weird way. (laughs) 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 Uh, Also, Willow's wearing, like, a smock or something. I uh, I, I can't think of the term for what that is. Like, a... It's not a muumuu. It's, like, a... It's like a blanket with poncho. A poncho, yes. It's like a it's like a fabric poncho, but the color is very cute. Um, it's like a <laughs> it's like a light blue, but um, but it didn't. I didn't react as strongly to this poncho she's wearing, but um, she is wearing a poncho. So <laughs> yeah, Buffy Buffy's trying to get Kathy to leave, and she's like, "Oh, shouldn't you be in class?" She's like, "Oh, well, my schedule's off since someone kept me up all night." And, and yeah, so Kathy finally leaves and Giles is like, okay, you're clearly stressed. 
And yeah, we're a little worried about you. Yeah. Uh, After Buffy leaves, Willow immediately says, so that was the evil twin, right? <laughs> and then we get a Cordelia shout out. Uh, she's like, because she was acting, acting bordering on Cordelia-esque. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd be worried too. <laughs> I wonder if I would... I wonder if anyone watching like this episode, like watching through Buffy, but who had decided not to watch Angel, were like, heard that line, hey, or like, where's oh, we're Cordelia? Gonna, where is Cordelia? Uh, <laughs> watch Angel, you'll find out. Um, <laughs> She's in LA. <laughs> um, so that evening, we see the demons again, uh, and they are like, yeah, it's her, and um, they. Uh, they do some sort of some sort of ritual um, to prepare quote the great taparich taparich I don't know top by... yeah I don't remember how it's um, pronounced I <laughs> Kathy's dad basically <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah we still don't know what these guys are after um, they all we know is that like they think. Either Buffy or Kathy is the one. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffy then like returns to her dorm room and finds Parker there, mm-hmm. and yeah, and he and Kathy are just kind of talking about hockey of all things on um, on Kathy's bed, and uh, of course, once again, Believe is also playing in the background. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, um, third time parker probably. parker is there parker is there because he wanted to bring some ziploc bags so she can uh be an even better like thief from the cafeteria <laughs> this is a good move this is cute like th- like like ooh, give me an insignificant gift but that has like a significant meaning and it's like oh panties dropped like, I, I, I unfortunately, oh. unfortunately, the panties don't drop because uh. the moment has been ruined by Kathy. Uh, Kathy, yeah, and and like Buffy gets a little um, harsh with both Kathy and Parker, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, "Oh, I'm I'm really sorry to Parker, not yeah. to Kathy," <laughs> and uh, she's like, "Oh, trust me, like, can we like just hang out later?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." This then leads to, uh, as as the Buffy wiki says, more passive aggressive battling ensues. So Buffy oh. like puts a lock on her closet. <laughs> Kathy continues their flossing. Um, they uh, they fight over whether the window is going to be open or not. <laughs> Kathy and this is when Kathy is she's like I'm cold and Buffy says I'm hot. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh. And this is when uh, Kathy just like, you know what, Buffy? The whole universe has revolved around you all your life. Well, guess what? Now it's share time. <laughs> and Buffy's like, oh, do you want share time? And then runs over to the fridge, takes out Kathy's milk. Uh. And this might be the most unattractive Sarah Michelle Gellar has ever been. Because and she then proceeds. It's going to be our promo image. <laughs> <laughs> And she then proceeds to attempt to drink all of the milk out of the carton to the point where it is literally just 
<laughs> half of it is falling out of her mouth and it is so gross it's like, so disgusting it makes me feel bad because her top she's wearing this like really pretty black top with like <laughs> like off the shoulders and there's half of me going you're getting milk all over that beautiful top buffy <laughs> but then the other thing i actually i didn't notice it till watching it this time um you can hear the milk hitting what is presumably the plastic that they put down on the floor, <laughs> um, like for her to stand on, because it makes a very distinctive sound that it wouldn't sound like if she if it were actually getting on the carpet. Um, but it's it's so nasty. I I applaud Sarah Michelle Gellar's commitment yeah. to this bit. Her, the fact that she does not break eye contact with Kathy exactly. while she's doing it. It's so good. Like we, you know, we were talking about power moves last week. Uh, in this City is of. the power move. <laughs> like, this that, is like as powerful of a move as you can have in college. That is like that is the how you do it though. When you are when you are going full power move, whatever the move is, that's how to land it is by committing to Fully the eye committing. contact. The eye contact is key. Like, yeah, do something disgusting, but they're not going to respect you unless you look them in the eyes and say, I know what I'm doing is disgusting, and then I'm going to fucking force you to watch me do it. This explains so much about your relationship with John. Just generally, just me. I really, I do think, like, it is something I actively have to work against because being, vindic- being vindictive and, like, thinking about the most effective ways of being vindictive is is just my natural reaction to things i do have to be like, that's not even yeah that is not an exaggeration <laughs> like there's some things that he says to me when um certain people get on his nerve and it's always just like sometimes it actually does scare me a little bit i'm like whoa thank you <laughs> like i think i was pretty good a- at stamping that down most of the time though I think. Yeah, like, I would suggest something like, oh, hey, you know what we could do? We could, like, fill his gas tank up with sugar or something like that. And I'd be like, like, I'm going to run that motherfucker down with my Jeep. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a Jeep anymore, so that one doesn't work as well anymore. And we both know exactly who we're talking about at this moment. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to run that motherfucker down with my Ford Fiesta. Doesn't quite have the same ring to it. As I don't know, you say it the right way, and it like it's Joss Whedon esque. I'm gonna run that motherfucker down with my Ford Fiesta. Keep working on it. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so, incidentally, my Ford Fiesta's name is Helena because it's a white Ford Fiesta, and I named it after Helena from Orphan Black. Um, who loves wearing white when she kills people. <laughs> yeah, so honestly, it the car being covered in blood wouldn't be out of character for it. Because yeah. Helena is also frequently covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Orphan Black, which Love you can you. view on Amazon Prime. So which is... <laughs> sorry, I was about to do my fake like ad. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, you know what? We're done with that. Um, <laughs> At least until they want to pay us. Yeah, I will. I will talk the shit up about Amazon Prime if uh, if we get promoted. Sell out. <laughs> um, yeah. So Willow is basically like, oh, I wish I could. Um, I wish I could help Buffy out and go out patrolling with her. 
but I'm going to be opens her like dorm room door and there's like this loud loud music issuing out and you can see like the strobe lights and everything but yep. or willow talk to your ra please well and this is please we didn't, we didn't mention it this is the second time this has happened we've seen in the episode when buffy was on the phone with her earlier it does cut to this happening and it's funny because buffy is not letting willow get a word in edgewise while, while willow's trying to be like yeah i'm having the same problem and like cut to willow in the middle of this party and someone throws a like a like a nerf football at her head I am not yeah. happy about that. <laughs> she no, she doesn't deserve that. No matter how many terrible sweaters she owns, uh, <laughs> she just deserves to go to jail, not not yes. be pelted with things. Yeah, um, yeah. But then Oz does a um, Oz is a pretty cool thing. He says like, you know what? I'll I'll hang out with Buffy while mm-hmm. she goes patrolling, just because you know he's 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 also worried about her. Yeah, um, and. It does make for a very interesting dynamic because I honestly think the last time that Buffy and Oz were, it was just the two of them and Oz wasn't a werewolf was... It's Bewitched, in, Bothered, and Bewildered, Bewitched, right? Bothered, and Bewildered. When, yeah. yeah, when uh, when Buffy's turned back into a human after being a rat yeah. and, and they Oz is the one who finds her. They don't share a lot of scenes just one-on-one together. Um but it's a really funny scene. She's bitching to Oz about Kathy. And she says, like, um, um, so actually, here, I've got the quote. She said, Buffy says, so then Kathy's like, it's share time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, share this. And then she does really clumsy, like, air punches. <laughs> and Oz says, so either you hit her or you did your wacky mime routine for her. <laughs> Buffy says, well, I didn't do either, actually, but she deserved it, don't you think? And Oz says, one of my all-time favorite Oz lines of Nobody the deserves series, a mime. Nobody deserves a mime, Buffy. <laughs> um, so, and you're, if, you're, if you're honestly wondering why Oz is there, there is a moment when um, Buffy and Oz walk by this group of people and mm-hmm. Oz actually catches a glimpse of a woman that we don't really know who she yeah. is at this moment but there's clearly something going on there the and music we will intensifies discuss that. uh and they stare very significantly at each other while they pass um did you did you have a uh, subtitles on no i didn't sorry music intensifies is a very much a subtitle thing i uh, well yeah <laughs> i wouldn't be shocked if, um, it, if, if that's what it said but yeah we we'll find out more about this girl but just kind of put her in your back pocket until now yeah uh, for now um yeah so then uh buffy just keeps getting more and more upset to the point where she literally just destroys a bench <laughs> yeah oz has another great line where he says well on the plus side you killed the bench, which was looking pretty shifty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oz, he's such a delight to have around. Um, then we get into, as if the passive aggressiveness couldn't be any more, any more ridiculous. Buffy has returned to the dorm. Kathy is cutting her toenails uh, and just letting them fly uh, and uh th- we get our we get our zoomed in slow-mo intense music playing and kathy notices that uh 
Buffy gets annoyed and she starts tapping her pencil loudly. Zoom in. Slow-mo. Music <laughs> intensifies. So then Kathy, of course, immediately does what she what what she always does when confronted with adversity. She throws on Cher. <laughs> the fourth and final time that Cher... Uh, I love this. Once again, the wiki strikes. Uh, Kathy drowns her out by turning the CD player to hear her favorite diva singing Believe. <laughs> uh, you know who. You know who. <laughs> um, and then Buffy finally is just like, she's had enough and she's just like, I'm going to bed. Um, cut to a repeat of this Rosemary's Baby horrifying nightmare. <laughs> And Kathy, once again, is uh, acting, it mm-hmm. also seems to be having the same nightmare as well. Yes, yeah. Buffy has made use of the, uh, has made use of the Ziploc bag. Um, in this case, she has collected some of the toenail clippings of Kathy. <laughs> and she shows it to Willow, who, um, and then says, look, Kathy's, I measured her. Yeah. I measured her toenails last night, and when I measured them again this morning, they kept growing. She's a, a demon. demon. So I think I'm gonna have to kill her. It's um, I, it's actually important to note though that she actually goes the she says I'm gonna have to kill her before telling Willow that she thinks that Kathy's a demon. <laughs> That's what she leads with is Kathy's yeah, evil. Kathy's evil. evil. I have to kill her, and Willow's like, couldn't you just? switch rooms <laughs> um, and uh that's when she shows her the toenails and she's uh doesn't she say like when will buffy willow's like toenails doesn't she say like evil toenails <laughs> or something like that <laughs> i, 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 I can't don't remember. remember but that's that's yeah that's the whole gist is that they keep growing that means that she's a demon um and willow's like willow's like Oh, yeah. But, you know, maybe you should go check in with Giles, you know, just to be on the safe side. And Buffy's like, well, of course, you know, I wouldn't want to do anything crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And then (laughs) Willow calls Giles and she's like, um, Giles, uh, Buffy was acting kind of crazy and weird. And she's like, no, not like bitchy crazy, like psychotic crazy so <laughs> you bye <laughs> so when giles sh- so when buffy shows up at giles sander oz and giles drop a net on her <laughs> and then tie her up so giles thinks that like the demons um have like possessed buffy so he starts to like get a um get stuff together for a spell to uh reveal the demon um and he has to run to the magic shop. Uh, Buffy is like trying to, and then Buffy's like, "No, Kathy is evil. I have to stop her." And and then they're like, "Oh, did we tie her up well enough?" Yeah. They didn't. They did. She, so what she, is so funny is it takes the combined efforts of Giles, Oz, and Xander to subdue Buffy, and they still fail. Um, yeah, and Buffy smashes their heads together like they're freaking Curly Joe and Larry. Yeah. I love that Why I oughta. when they go to check to make sure the ties are like tight enough. I do like that Xander is like, he's like, watch out for her legs. Like, um, stay away from the legs. And, and then, of course, that's uh, not what was, they were in danger from. Um, 
they uh at some point willow had gone to kathy to kind of like uh to convince her to maybe leave the room just in case buffy comes back and you know tries to murder her um but when she gets the call (laughs) before buffy escapes uh oz calls and lets willow know that they've got buffy subdued so willow's like oh you're fine never mind bye um (laughs) so buffy returns to the dorm room and kathy's there and they decide that they need to have a talk (laughs) and this talk turns into a fight yeah so kathy uh yeah buffy starts it by accidentally like kicking um kathy's no not accidentally or not accidentally she does this maliciously sorry that i should have said that that accidentally was in quotes um yeah uh kicking the throw rug and kathy responds by full-on punching buffy in the which, if you think this couldn't escalate anymore, Buffy then rips off Kathy's face to reveal a demon. And so, yells, thank I God she it. was a demon. Right. <laughs> thank God she was a demon, because if not, this would have gone a whole different direction. I know. But uh, I think I think Buffy was in the frame of mind that like that punch that she got was probably a little tougher than a normal person could have given. Yeah. However, I gotta say, the only thing bigger than a... The only power move bigger than drinking all that milk is ripping the person's face off. I mean, true that. Um, yeah, it's such a funny moment. Like, just, just how... Qu- I mean, literally, the, the that escalated quickly meme is like, that is this is the definition of, well, that escalated quickly. Yeah. Um, this, es- and- this actually escalates more quickly than the actual, like, fight that Ron Burgundy is referring to. Yeah. This just goes, wow. Um, so I think one of my is- favorite... Okay. So, one thing that we haven't talked about was... Um, during this uh during this fight uh the one uh idiosyncrasy of Kathy's that we haven't talked about is that Buffy complained about was that she likes to sharpen her pencils oh yes Kathy likes to sharpen her pencils and then measure to make sure they're the exact same length and while they're fighting Buffy like <laughs> knocks some pencils down on the floor and then just steps on them it's like ha <laughs> well and what I love about this too is as they're fighting and um they're they're yelling at each other about all the things that piss like piss, piss them off. It's really funny how much we're seeing that this fight has nothing to do with the fact that one of them is a demon and the other is the slayer. This is this is all personal and it's hilarious. Yeah, um, this is in my opinion the episode's biggest mistake is that it does not score this fight scene to believe. <laughs> they should have used it here they they should have they should have used that song in this moment i think it would have i think it would have just you know i don't think we would have lost anything about the fight scene i think it would have just made it funnier um, also what's hilarious is that another two great moments in it are um like Buffy or excuse me, Kathy smashes Buffy's head through the window and she's like oh window's open now and <laughs> And there's just so much crashy going on. And then their next door neighbor comes out and shouts in the hall like, Excuse me, people are trying to study. (laughs) This is so damn good. Uh, And and at this time, Giles is finding out about the ritual of Mok Tagar. 
and Giles is like, oh, hey, you know these toenail clippings? That is a demon thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. So... <laughs> Buffy wasn't wrong. <laughs> Which is and, in- yeah, so they're very interesting that despite her being like, you know, this all all of this stuff is happening to her that's causing her to act this way, her slayer instincts are still right on. She just, yeah. she's just lost the capacity to um to to like uh rationally explain them to uh, what's going on to other people. Um and the reason is, is that Ke- um, the ritual of Muktagar is a um, is a ritual that uh, basically is a demon stealing a person's soul because they themselves have no souls, and so Kathy has been trying to avoid those other demons mm-hmm. by stealing bits of Buffy's soul. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so they obviously are able to uh, get the spell going to return the soul back to Buffy and at this time the uh uh the Tapperich um shows up and says uh oh alright he's looking for Kathy mm-hmm. and um it, I don't know it comes across that like the Tapperich might be Kathy's father oh I absolutely think he's Kathy's father because (laughs) she's she's 3,000 years old but he's been treating her like she's 900 900. Uh, and I love that this reveal is that yeah Kathy just wanted to go to college like that's like she ran away yeah she left her dimension to go to college um like it's uh yeah this whole this whole like familial spat between the two of them is so funny and Buffy's just watching it like what the Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, Tapperich. Yeah, Tapperich uh, does um, does like open up a portal and just like pulls Kathy in there, and then they're gone. Yep. And uh, yeah, so the next day, it's revealed that Willow um, is finally moving out of that nasty situation that she was in and moving in with Buffy. She's even hanging up a Dingo's Ate My Babies uh, poster in the room, which is. Which is, yeah, which Buffy has a much better reaction to than the Celine Dion poster that yeah. Kathy hung up. Yeah, um, I think it's really smart how they do this with um, that that um, uh, contrast with, like, with how Kathy put up her poster. And um, here, watching Willow and Buffy kind of collaborate on the poster going up. Um, not necessarily that, but that Kathy should have had to ask permission to put up a poster on her side of the room. But I do like that they, they are showing this to show that maybe Buffy and Willow are going to uh, be more compatible as roommates. Yeah, and Buffy actually does, um, is helping Willow put up stuff. And she's like, oh yeah, this is going to be such a better situation. And then Willow pulls out a sandwich that Buffy had been eating. She's like, oh, are you going to finish this? And starts buying it. And we get the zoom in and the, <laughs> and the music and the eyes. And, and the episode ends. And the episode ends. Oh. So perfect. It's really I, Oh good. my God. This, I, so I'm going to admit, the first time I saw this episode, I, uh, it was during my first watch through of Buffy. It's not like an episode that I go back to. And I remember thinking this episode is silly. And it is. 
But now I have grown to love the silly of Buffy, and this episode does it so damn uh-huh. well. Yeah. It is so much fun. Oh. I I feel like this is an underrated episode. Like, I... Um, and I think, yeah, I think people have that reaction that it's kind of silly. Um, I've seen people react to it by saying Buffy is acting out of character in this episode. And it's like, yeah, that's the plot yeah, of the episode. that's kind of the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, that milk scene. Oh, my oh, God. Um, yeah, I uh, think this episode is, it's so funny. And it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, it is going back to that... Um, you know, here's a here's a situation that people experience in high school. Here we're gonna make it a metaphor. And now we've got here's a situation that people experience in college, living with a roommate for the first time. And we're gonna make yep. this a metaphor. And we don't um you know, that the show doesn't go to that well as often uh past uh past season three. I think because mostly because um as you get there's something about being in high school that's pretty universal. Um, everyone has different experiences, but there's still like certain things that everyone or most everyone can can like have, have will have experienced. Once you're out of high school, it uh, things become less and less universal. You know, as we've discussed, you and I have completely different um, college experiences. Um, and I'm constantly going, is that what it's like in college? Is that what it's like in college? <laughs> um, so I think they wisely go to that well less. Uh, I, I think it's smart of them to have, to uh, to utilize this uh, whatever as metaphor uh, less frequently. Not that we won't see it ever again, but it's um, it, it becomes much less a part of the show's DNA as the characters age. Um, so, mm-hmm. but, but I... I mean, still, this is such a good one because I think anyone who has ever lived with a roommate um, can can see things and go, oh, yeah, I lived with someone like that. Or go, oh, fuck, I definitely did that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you know what? I am going to give this episode four out of five eggs with Kathy's name written on them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, this episode is also, uh, gonna be a four for me. I am going to give it, uh, four 3,000-year-old demons treated like they're 900 out of five. So that's, uh, 12,000. Um, and, you know, also we've got some stuff getting set up. We've obviously got this, uh, uh, this flirtation for uh between Buffy and Parker that's being being set up and uh obviously whatever is going on with Oz um and but you know Buffy and Willow are roommates now so that should open up some fun uh fun storytelling possibilities um I remember and what about those soldier boys oh yeah I forgot about the soldier boys <laughs> um, uh also this is the uh sixth episode of the ser- the entire series that has no vampires in it. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Um, and the last one was season two, Inca Mummy Girl, because um, that was the one episode of season two that Angel is absent from. Um, and the... Ah. So, and we're coming up... 
at some point during this season, um, I know we're going to hit the last uh, episode without um, without vampires in it. Episodes of Buffy without vampires. I forgot. How uh, honestly, I think it might be Hush. Um, nope, Hush has a vampire. Oh, it does. Okay, I yeah. honestly don't didn't remember if it was if that vampire had shown up yet. Um, to like stick mm-hmm. around. Yeah, but we're being very vague right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, On purpose. <laughs> so I, God damn it, I knew there was a list somewhere, but um, we're gonna we're gonna be if it wasn't this episode, we're going to be hitting at some point soon, the last episode of Buffy that doesn't have vampires in it. Um, yep. So, so buckle yeah. in. I hope you like vampires. <laughs> um, yeah, this is just so much fun. Uh, I, I always have such a, such a fantastic time watching this episode and yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy. We'll be back next week with Angel Season 1, Episode 2, Lonely Hearts. Um, yes, that is the correct episode. I suddenly I suddenly panicked because I uh, I did that from, from memory um, without actually confirming. And I meant to confirm and forgot. So I suddenly had a panic moment oh, where well I was done. like, oh no, maybe that's not the second episode of Angel. Um <laughs> But it is. Um, anyway, I'm Harrison. You can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman and on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman. Kaufman is spelled C O F F M A N. You can also find my horror blog, Horror by Harrison, at blogspot or dot blogspot.com, uh, where I talk about one horror movie every week. This week, I will be starting my, um, my uh, theme month for November which is a Friday the 13th franchise. So I'll be doing the OG Friday the 13th. Um, yeah. And I'm Jason. You can find me on Instagram at yamij 357 and on Twitter at just plain old yamij. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Booze and Buffy. And you can email us at boozeandbuffy at gmail.com. The and is spelled out on all of those. A-N-D. And also, don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Each week, we like to give a shout out to a worthy charity or nonprofit. This week, we are highlighting the Robin Hood Foundation. For over 30 years, the Robin Hood Foundation has been finding, fueling, and creating the most impactful and scalable solutions to lift families out of poverty in New York City. They partner with over 250 nonprofits to support food, housing, education, legal services, workforce development, and more to New Yorkers living in, par- living in poverty across all five boroughs. Visit www.robinhood.org for more mm. information. Whew. And as always, go slay. And drink your milk. <laughs> and be gay! Bye! Bye! Do you believe in love after love? Start of us and I don't know the lyrics, but this is my share voice. <laughs> <laughs>